everyone. I hope you are staying healthy and safe. This podcast episode comes with a video interview. If you would like to watch the video interview, you can find the links of the interview in my episode notes. You can watch it either through my YouTube page or my Facebook page called Words of Heart Podcasts. However you choose to listen to it, I truly hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. In today's episode, we have the privilege of speaking with Andrew Cap. Hope I pronounced that right. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Really excited to be here and talking with you today. Awesome. So, Andrew, if you could tell my audience a bit about yourself, that would be great. Sure thing. This will be uh, <laughs> my challenge to make sure it's not too long-winded an answer. But um, obviously, I often introduce myself as that guy who wrote the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read, um, to which people ask, okay, well, why? What's that all about? So um, to give, I guess, the fast version, back in 2004, I, I learned what this was for the very first time and, and began experimenting with it. But uh, I'm sure you know a lot of people could relate. I had my hits and misses, successes and failures. I could never quite get it to work reliably, so to speak. And I'd find out later that I was the unreliable one. And I actually went through a thing uh, in 2008 where I lost my company and my girlfriend all in the same week, where first I quit the business to save the relationship. And then three days later, she breaks up over text. So um, I had one of those moments where I was like, okay, I gotta look at my life and see what I'm doing here, what's right, what's wrong. And I had this weird, strange epiphany of remembering that that law of attraction thing, whatever it was, it sort of seemed to work whenever I actually did it and didn't stop. So I got really stubborn, really indignant. And I told myself, I don't care what happens, when it happens, why it happens, how it happens. I'm just going to go all in and we'll see what happens. And um, the results were miraculous because two weeks later, I felt better, which I'm sure anyone with a broken heart would say, yeah, that's pretty fast. Uh, (laughs) Three months later, I'm in a brand new way, healthier relationship. Four months later, I'm making more money than at any point in my life before then. And six months later, everything's running on all cylinders. I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm waking up happy and fulfilled. And I basically learned, you know, when I do these law of attraction exercises, whether it's gratitude or visualization, whatever it might be, for even just five minutes a day, if I actually stick with it, at least in my own personal experience, it works. And it was only 10 years later that I decided to finally, you know, do a new business and say, okay, what can I do? that I haven't done before that I'll be really excited and engaged about. Well, here's this huge thing for my life that I've never articulated before. So I, I set out to write the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read and address for people, because we could all relate to this, why we find ourselves getting excited by something, whether it's law of attraction or relationships or weight loss or whatever. And we start to do things and we start to get results and we still stop. And I figured if I could address that, then I could add something new to the conversation. And Um, I published a book in 2019 and have been uh, riding the wave ever since. Awesome. Um, Considering um, the year you released your book and the season we're in, um, because we're really conducive to our homes, um, do you think your law of attraction method as far as going after something and then trying to continue it after stopping, um, do you feel that plays a pivotal role um, considering what's happening right now? Because yeah, you know, different routines and everything. It's like here we are in in a weird weird state of the world, 
and you know a lot of people are actually obviously not having such a good time the strange thing is there's also people that are thriving within these situations it's forcing them to pivot in their business and they're making more money than they ever have before it's forcing them to <laughs> excuse me reconnect with um with loved ones in a way that they haven't had a chance before so from a timing perspective i think everything's in its its own right timing i think it was really fortuitous that this came out the very end of 2019, just as the world was getting a little bit weird. Um, and, and I would encourage people, you know, I, I've never been that person that's claiming perfection in any of this, but I've also been able to reliably tell for myself and anyone I've ever worked with, you know, if as silly as it sounds or as simple as it sounds, if you engage with just five minutes a day of gratitude every single day, you might just be shocked at how your life changes, even in the midst of a heavily and rapidly evolving world with what we're going on right now. I'm glad you touched on that because um, for myself personally, um, developing this podcast um, during this pandemic um, has definitely been life fulfilling in a way or positive fulfilling um, to be more specific um, because I actually started it um, in correlation. I don't know how much you know about my podcast really. But in correlation to being diagnosed with diabetes at the start of the pandemic, um, mm. which was a really drastic health change and transition, and it definitely gave my mindset a different perspective in how to handle things going forward, because this is now part of my future and my present. So um, as far as like trying to understand that and experience that keep in mind this pandemic has been really devastating and any health condition of any kind having to be diagnosed of anything is absolutely terrifying mm -hmm. but um I took what happened to me in stride and um explored different interests and sides of myself which expanded my personality more um and I could have easily given up or been deterred but um it's either like inject myself with insulin or simply not be here. Mm. There really is no if, ands, or buts when it comes to my health at this point, because if I hadn't been diagnosed, I wouldn't be here, which would be absolutely um, devastating. So, um, and if I hadn't taken the necessary steps to make sure my health is in order, then I wouldn't have had the courage to create this podcast to help others through their own journeys and help them understand that their life does have value and purpose, whatever their life may lead them to. Yeah, you know, hearing you say that, again, just as an outside observer, it sounds like you encountered a challenge and you rose to the challenge. And, you know, you didn't pretend that things were perfect. You didn't pretend that it was all sunshine and rainbows, but you also challenged yourself to, to thrive in the environment regardless and I think there's a huge lesson that people can take from that. And, you know, obviously I'm, you know, I'm coming from this perspective of law of attraction. It's like, well, does that even have a benefit? Does that even have an impact that could be made in, in regard to health? And obviously, you know, you know, best, you have a, a better perspective on that and obviously direct experience. If I'm in your shoes, in addition to the insulin, in addition to seeing doctors, I'm as, you know, as out there as it might sound, I might be visualizing or affirming gratitude for a healthy body, for advances in medical science, for all different things, and be open. And I'd personally be like opening myself up, like what discoveries might come? What improvements in insulin, if that even makes sense, would come? 
what what things might be possible while I'm doing this real world stuff of taking the insulin on a regular basis. But but more to, to the fact, I'm just very um, impressed, if I may, like that you just said, listen, this is happening. I'm taking care of this and I'm going to get through it. And I think a lot of people can definitely learn from that. Thank you. Um, you got glitchy for a second, but I got the <laughs> last part <laughs> of what you were saying um, about um, how I've been handling this. And I'm going to be honest, it hasn't been easy being diabetic during this pandemic. Um, we've gone through this pandemic for about a year now, so mm -hmm. I survived a year being diabetic. And my family really had a difficult time processing it um, because um, I've had many health <laughs> issues growing up. So to have to undergo this one, um, especially when I was at a point in my life where everything seemed to be coming together, um, wasn't really easy for them, but they were very impressed and proud of the fact that I handled what was occurring to me and continued to push forward in spite of um, this drastic change because it yeah. in a way did give my life more purpose <laughs> because I had a chance to live my life really instead of experiencing my last breath which unfortunately was a really likely scenario um, before I got diagnosed. Mm. So. I mean I, I commend you for you know pivoting in the moment and for using this as a vehicle to help other people that might not be feeling as strong and and might not be feeling like they have as much agency to do something about it. Thank you. Um, so you're, <laughs> the law of attraction um, is such a broad um, topic. Um, and you've said you've learned it from your own personal experiences. Um, is there any um, parts within your book that you mind sharing or a chapter you feel um could be pivotal in this moment right now that you yeah, well, to my audience hopefully, I'm hopefully a lot of chapters but yeah, yeah well ho hopefully i won't glitch out as i describe it but I'm, I'm happy to share i think one of the biggest parts is i th we we do have those situations where we'll learn about the law of attraction or we'll learn about something else and we'll get really excited to do it and we'll start to do it and we'll start to get results and we'll still stop. And it's like such a, a weird, crazy thing. Like, why does that happen? How does that happen? How can we stop that from happening? It's the answer of why people will jump from book to book to book or program to program to program. And the way I explained it in the book is, obviously I'm no clinical psychologist here, but we've got three minds. We've got the conscious mind, we've got the subconscious mind, and we have what I define as the ego. And where the ego sits right in the middle, being way stronger than the conscious mind, but nothing compared to the power of the subconscious, the ego just has one job in this world, and that's to keep you alive. Meaning, whatever money problems you might be having right now, whatever relationship problems, and even whatever health problems, your ego knows in this moment that you are alive, and it doesn't want to risk the status quo. So for example, someone might be listening right now, they want to be rich and famous, but for all your ego knows is if you become famous, you might get a stalker. And that's a threat to your survival. For all your ego knows is you get rich, you might get some distant family trying to sue you for your home. It's a threat to your survival. So it actually loves you. This is a misguided attempt to protect you. But since it doesn't care about your satisfaction or your fulfillment or your comfort or your happiness, it's going to do what it needs to do to keep you in check. So when you start to do a gratitude exercise or a new workout routine or whatever it might be, it's going to be that voice whispering in your ear, talking you out of continuing to do it. Like, Eh, you did your gratitude yesterday. You don't have to do it today. Eh, you did the workout. You don't have to do this today. So 
the question then becomes, well, what, how do we do this? Well, we bypass the ego and we access the subconscious mind. And this speaks to the fact of if you can find a gratitude process or a visualization process or something like that for just five minutes a day, not like an hour that you have, that becomes like a chore, but five minutes a day that you actually enjoyed enough that you look forward to it and you enjoyed in the moment, then you will have consistency. Then you'll be doing it every single day. And those instructions will be sent to the subconscious mind, to the universe, depending on your beliefs. And then a lot of things are going to unfold. It's, it's going to feel like magic. And I guess you can argue that it is, but it's going to unfold and seem like magic. Whereas new opportunities will rise, new strength within you will rise to the surface, and you'll find yourself in new and in better circumstances and situations that you would have otherwise not even imagined in the past. Beautifully said, and I truly um, do believe that. Um, I think um, just to give you more insight to, into who I am, just a little bit, um, I believe like words of affirmation, which I think is considered to be one of the five love languages, um, um, correlates into what you're saying about gratitude and five minutes a day um, could really make a profound difference in your overall um, mental and, and emotional capacity. And I understand the depths of it because I'm also a poet. So I always find a way to use words to actually help um, with all aspects of my life. So yeah, you, you raised a really great point there, by the way, you're talking about like the love languages. And the interesting thing about the love languages <clears throat> I know that couples, if they have different love languages, it makes it difficult for them to communicate and everyone has their own preference. And it's a good reminder that also in the sense of like when you're doing like law of attraction methods, some people like to visualize, some people like to script or write or journal, some people like the gratitude. And it's very important for people, just as like with relationships, it's important for people to understand their love language as it relates to their partner. I would say it's also vital in the context of doing this whole law of attraction thing to have a bit of self-awareness and self-discovery and experimentation with different methods to say, okay, which one do I really enjoy that I'm going to look forward to it tomorrow? That it doesn't feel like it's a grind. It doesn't feel like a commitment. Because um, again, like even scripting, some people, they love to write. Some people hate it. And then they might type or they might hate that or they might speak. It's always about finding like, what's the way for anyone to do the method in the way that works for them? that they actually enjoyed every single day. And that's where we get the consistency. And that's like basically the whole formula for them. Excellent perspective and connection and connecting to um, what your book emphasizes and what I just shared as well. Um, so I do have that icebreaker question. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to stump you because you seem like a really um, creative individual, but we shall see. Let's see what we got. <laughs> <laughs> If you could have any superpower that's not flying, because I know people miss traveling, if you could have any superpower, and it could even be a power you can make up, um, mm -hmm. make it more interesting, what would it be? Wow. Well, you know, you you have stumped me. Um, because, <laughs> so so here's the thing. I'll, I'm I'm like, I'm a huge fan of like uh, Batman and Iron Man. And for me, I mean, obviously, Batman specifically, anyone that kind of follows that, I actually, quick little sidebar, I, I taught myself to draw when I was younger through comic books. I'd use comic books to teach myself to draw. Um, so I understood like everything about Batman. Batman's obviously puts himself at the peak of physical activity. But for me, the, the power of someone like Tony Stark or Bruce Wayne is their mind. So if I could decide, I would actually amp up my mind to a really heavy degree because I think that could be leveraged in a number of ways, including helping my physical uh, stature also. But I'd, I'd, I'd go with like an, an enhanced mind, enhanced intellect, and enhanced um, connections and, 
and access to all the resources of my brain. Wow, I did not see that coming. That would definitely be cool to have like a more enhanced mind, but use it for good, obviously, because many people would use it for crazy methods, I'm sure, if they had the immense brain power. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know, because the thing about it is they say studies and <laughs> everything's theory, but they say we're only using 10% of our brains. If you're using 100% of your brains, there's an argument that could be made that there's a level of telepathy. There's an argument that could be made that you can actually instruct the, the cells in your body to heal in a certain way. So for me, I'm like, let me take that, uh, that cheat code and get the brain working in that way and see if that could leverage that into other superpowers after the fact. Okay, I, I see where you're going with this. Um, so my power, I guess it's considered a made up power, but would be for the power for this podcast to be heard across other galaxies that have yet to be discovered. Mm, how awesome is that? Intergalactic broadcasting. Mm, you, and you know what you wonder, it might be on the way, the, those frequencies, they might already be going <laughs> out there for all you know. Oh, that would be absolutely cool to have like a Martian from Mars think this episode is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if the Martian's listening, what's up, Martian? <laughs> uh, well, Andrew, this has been a wonderful conversation and definitely took the depths of my whole psyche to a whole new level um, as well. Um, but we're at the end of this awesome episode. Um, do you have any social plugins to tie in before we wrap up here pe where people can find your book? Um, yeah, sure. Right, first I of all, thank you for having me. Um, thank you. I've, I've really enjoyed this conversation. Um, two links for people if they want to check it out. The book can be found at lastlawofattractionbook.com. That'll auto forward to the Amazon link for Kindle, paperback, audiobook, whatever anyone prefers. But if they don't want to pull out their wallet, I've got free content on YouTube. You can just go to youtube.com slash Andrew Cap. I teach new methods, have a few LOA experts and a few other surprises. So whether they're pulling out their wallet or they're going for free content, I hope what I have serves them in some way. I strongly believe it will. And thank you again for this wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciated it. Awesome. To all my listeners, stay healthy, stay safe, um, use the power of your mind. You have no one idea the depths of what our minds can do. And until next time. Bye. Hello, everyone. It is your heart warrior Dion here. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Words of Heart. If you like this episode and would like to leave a rating slash review, please do not hesitate to do so. You can leave the review slash rating on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. In addition, if you would like to let me know right away your thoughts on this episode, you are also welcome to leave a voice message right here on the Anchor app. I hope you enjoyed this episode and have a wonderful day.